0: Welcome to another amazing episode of the Pace and Freedom podcast. I am your host, James Pace, where real conversations happen with no labels and no judgments. Follow me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Get the links in the description below. Please subscribe and share to this podcast. Today, I have with me Enrique Torres, also known as Mr. America from Auditing America on YouTube. And we discuss the First Amendment, Bootlicking and COVID 19. But before we get started with our conversation, I want to talk about Cash App and how you can earn $5 for simply signing up. Use my link in the description, sign up for free, and get $5 bucks into your account. Then you can refer others and earn even more cash. With Cash App, you can easily transfer money to friends and family, make purchases, buy, sell, stock on the stock market, and purchase, sell, and use Bitcoin. Again, simply sign up using my link in the description to get your $5. Now, enjoy this conversation. Today I have with me Enrique, also known as Mr. America from Auditing America on YouTube. And he does first amendment audits on YouTube. They are some amazing footage where Enrique goes to government facilities and ensures that they are following and supporting and protecting the First Amendment. And he has over 40 million views now on his YouTube. That's just amazing. It shows that he is doing something important and doing something to protect the rights that government has slowly and now even sped up and prohibiting our rights. So without further ado, I want to allow Enrique to go ahead and introduce himself further. Thank you so much,
1: James, for having me. Um, Yeah, like you said, I'm Enrique Torres, also known as Auditing America. We run a YouTube channel where we go to different uh, government facilities And we exercise our First Amendment right to video record and work on a story in a a public place. Um, um, What we do is we show up. We don't show up with like a big camera crew or all the corporate makeup or anything like that. We are just normal people, normal individuals um, exercising our First Amendment. And what we do is we show up. We video record our interaction with the government, and we see if they respect us or not, like the Constitution says that, uh, like the Constitution guarantees us.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I'm just amazed of some of the reactions with doing these First Amendment audits. It's so ridiculous to me that this little device that everybody relies on so much, they're so dependent on them, as soon as it's pointed at them, they freak the fuck out like if it were a gun being pointed at them. And if it was a security camera, if it was a television camera, you know, the big equipment, I don't know if they would react the same way. But it's just so ridiculous that they freak out about this little device.
1: You're right. They they see a camera and 90% of the time we get a bad reaction from, from the government and keep in mind, we're not out there video recording the, uh, any regular citizens, which, uh, we can, if we want to, but as long as we're in a, in a public place, but we're out there to, to see if the government respects. And like I said, 90% of the time we get a negative, uh, reaction from the government and they just fail every single time. Most of it,
0: and, you know, you mentioned that you're not out there to record the the regular citizen and sometimes they'll they'll pop in into the camera frame and that's kind of their fault. If they don't want to be recorded, don't get in front of you. We I I tend to go out to the park with my family and stuff and I see somebody with a camera and out of respect, I like stop my family and allow them to do their footage or their 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 picture. And then once they're done, I'll I'll walk in front of them. And but you get people that will walk in front of you. It's their fault for walking in front of you. The camera and they flip out for you recording them. It just makes no sense.
1: Yes, I try to be as respectful as I can uh, in all my videos. At first, I used to get very, very offended because, you know, I, I have I don't have any bad intentions when doing this. Some people think, hey, you're just bothering people. No, I'm just trying. I'm just doing a test. I'm doing a peaceful test. To see if they res- if, if they respect our so-called First Amendment, and so far we've been you know to many places, and unfortunately we we've gotten we've even gotten arrested <laughs> to the point they don't respect that uh, that we've gotten arrested. And last year I got arrested three times for doing absolutely nothing illegal just for exercising my rights and it's all on video I mean a lot of people can say oh you're lying this but you know what people lie but cameras don't and nowadays we live in a world where even if you have uh video evidence that that you're that you're innocent they still find a way to find you guilty they still find a way to find you guilty because it's you against the state you against the government at that point you don't have you you don't have anyone else but if you're lucky, if you if you have money to to hire an attorney that will do his best to 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 help you, but even an attorney is the only guy that could charge you whatever he wants and doesn't guarantee you anything. So I've been I've been in a situation where uh, I've been accused by police officers of resisting an arrest, being disorderly, uh, and it's all a lie. I had six police officers tackle me to the ground one time. Just because they were offended by my words and you know this worries me a lot because if that's the way they behave they behave in front of a camera i don't want to know how people are behaving when the camera is
0: not turned on exactly and i don't even know anymore i would love to hear your opinion about this i i don't even think people really care anymore about their rights i hear you all the time in your videos and you say you know you you I hear you say, use them or lose them, you know, which is my favorite phrase okay. that you use. And I really don't think people necessarily care anymore. It's like they're so dependent on the state. They, yeah. they, they're happy to have their like little bit of rights that they have right now. and They don't want them. They don't want them, period.
1: Because we have people fighting together to, to take our rights. We have groups of people that hate the Second Amendment masses, millions of people going against each other. Thank God. Thank God. We still haven't been to the point where, where, you know, they, they, they start requiring it, requiring a license to, to video record in public, because that's where we're heading to right now. Now they're saying what well, we have to wear in the street. You have to wear a mask or you get a thousand dollar fine. You have to go home at a certain amount of time, or you're going to uh, be fined or even uh, uh, kidnapped and taken to jail. So I'm very, very worried about our first amendment. And that's why, um, that's why Mr. America does what he does. We've been telling people for, I've been telling everybody for a long time that, you know, the, the, the police doesn't care about our rights. I would say very small percentage of them do, but most of them don't because a lot of people say, hey, you don't know what you're talking about. There's a lot of good cops out there. And you know what we tell them? Well, you're not the expert at this. You're not right. the one going out there every day trying to see who, 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 what police officer is good and what police officer is bad. You have a 40 hour a week job. You work doing whatever. And, that, and I respect that. You know, I respect everyone that has a job and, and has a normal job. But my job is to find out who's respecting and who's not. So, if you're calling me crazy, it's like going to the doctor and telling your doctor, and your doctor tells you, "Hey, you have the flu or or whatever," and you're going to tell him, "No, you're crazy. I don't have the flu." Well, who are you going to believe then, you know? Right. If you can't believe the expert at it. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying I'm the best. I'm just saying this is what I do every day. So, I I know what I'm talking about, you know, and a lot of people just don't get it. People like you said, they're 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 just, uh, they're just okay with not having their rights.
0: Will and I had this conversation, Will turbot from Demand the Truth, about how we see government as this like abusive father, and the citizens are yep. somehow the kids. And as long as this abusive father is entertaining the kids with a with with some goodies, electronics, five G, and some shows on Netflix, they. Yep pretty much can do whatever the fuck they want to us. And people are just, oh, well, I'll, I'll be um watching the tiger King on Netflix. So it doesn't bother me that the government no is one, taking away all my rights. You no know? one
1: cares. No one cares. It's a very, 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 we're, we're, we're a rare breed. It's a very small amount of us. That's why we're in the position we're at because no one cares. Right. Everyone is like, we're out here every day. Will turbot is running out of voice uh, some, how many times he's he's been saying this for the past fifteen years to people, and look, right now it's the worst it's ever gotten. Yeah. And 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 what are people saying now? Oh, Will, you were right. Well, we've been fucking telling you for the longest, right? And 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 you don't want to listen. Now you're surprised, but they're they're still surprised, but they're still not willing to do anything about it. So because okay. they, they're I'm trying to encourage everyone to take nonviolent action,
0: and. I, I is, agree. I uh, think we
1: should. The government is. Uh, that, we're the government. We're the government. Yeah. They. They. People think the government is the employees. No, we're the government because we're the one that are supposed to run the show. And they. Uh, we let other people take uh, too much power.
0: Yeah. Tell us a little bit about uh, a little bit more about your about yourself. Kind of what. What dawned to you to start doing this? Like, what, ha- like, at what point did you say, you know, what, enough is enough? I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to start holding government accountable, and I'm going to start making these videos. What was the, the, I guess, the origin story about all of this?
1: Well, years ago in my hometown in Kissimmee, Florida, um, I was right in front of my house. I didn't live in the best neighborhood, I should say. You know, the, I, I lived wherever I could afford. At the time and there was a lot of police activity around that neighborhood and multiple times I was harassed by the police multiple times. They would just pull up and just say, put your hands up, we're searching you and, and if you have anything that that can hurt me in your pockets, you're gonna you're you're gonna see what's gonna happen to you threat threats and everything and to the point that I was like, man, there's something there, there's something not right about this because you know, but I've always thought the police is always about to do uh, the right thing, and they're you know that's why they're police officers. they they were hired to do to do the right thing. You would not you wouldn't expect me as a younger guy. I wouldn't expect the police to make the wrong decision, and and you know do wrong. And I always had faith in 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 the court system and the ju- in the justice system. I thought if you commit a crime and you go to court. And you, you're innocent. Hey, we have professionals working at this, at that, in that, in that beautiful building that we finance. We're not going to be betrayed. No, I found out the the hard way. So what happened was I was I was harassed by the police in the past. I've been charged with things that I've uh, that I wasn't guilty of, and I decided enough is enough. I need to look more into how to how to hold police officers accountable. The, the same way that or at least try to hold them accountable in, uh, the same way they they try to hold us accountable for our mistakes. The only thing we can't arrest them, <laughs> but um, we can't expose them. And what I did was I started looking into uh, First Amendment audits. I ran into First Amendment audits uh, through another uh, big channel that I used to watch. Um High De- Shout out to High Desert Community Watch. He's pretty much the, the guy that inspired me to, to start doing police videos. Although we have a very different approach and uh, he has his own style or whatever. But I I said, you know, let me go and exercise my right to free press. I didn't even know we had uh, freedom of the press. You know, I, I've always thought the first amendment, oh, freedom of speech. That's it, that's all I knew. But because I was uh, 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 uneducated, now that I am educated, I want to let everyone know that that is uneducated about their free press. Everyone thinks you need uh, some type of certificate or uh, license or anything to work on a store. Well, you're not the press. That's what they say. Even You know how many police officers that swore to protect the, the Constitution of the United States have told me you're not the press. Every time they tell me that, it's like it's like a, it's, it's like a betrayal to our country. It's a betrayal to 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 their oath that they swore to take. And it's just it's just it could even be a crime because our police officers can get charged with a violation of oath. They just would never do that to each other. <laughs> <laughs>
0: God forbid you break that thin blue line, you know.
1: Yeah, man, it's it's crazy. Now they they even desecrate the American flag by putting uh, by putting a blue line, a blue stripe on the American flag, which is completely disrespectful because that's not the colours of our flag. Every time we see that, we call them out on it and they put the they put the, the weird face like they don't know what we're talking about, or like we're stupid or something. No, dude. It is America have some respect for our flag. Right. And, and and you know, like I said, we always uh, do our videos, and if they did good, we praise them for the good job that they did. If they failed, they will be exposed on the internet, and we give them a lifetime on YouTube. That's what we sentence them, to a lifetime on YouTube.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and when you were going through kind of the, the initial part of that where you were constantly being targeted before you started this was there do you think that that was a because of the neighborhood you lived in and because of racial profiling or, or you think we we shouldn't even go there
1: well I don't even I, 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 I wish I didn't have to I, I wish we didn't even have to go there but unfortunately yeah you know I I, I lived in a, in in, a, in an area where there was uh, a lot of drug activity. I, I I had no control of that. You know, that's the only place I could afford. I'm I, 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 at that time I wasn't in the best economic moment of my life. I could, I, I can only, uh, that's the only thing that I can afford. If I could afford a nicer neighborhood, I would, <laughs> but police officers think that everyone that, that live in, a in a bad area, you you have you're smoking a cigarette in front of your house, and you have tattoos and this and that, and they're already looking at you like you're the guy that's selling the drugs. That's how they approached me. Never had any drug charges in my life. These guys were
0: looking for drugs, and it's like you have to pay to be left alone, right? So, in order for cops not to bother you, you have to have you have to be economically sound. You have to be able to afford to live in a nice neighborhood where you're going to pay more taxes, and that's how they'll leave you alone, right? So it's paying to to not be bothered by by the Gestapo, and yeah. if you can not afford yeah, it, you
1: don't, you don't see the police officers uh, harassing the the all uh, all the rich people or anything. You don't see that happening. No. they harass. It, who 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 can afford the the least to take care of the situation, and then they people end up in jail. There's people that that go to jail for a driver's license suspended or something like that. You know that doesn't mean a person doesn't know how to drive. That means that person made a a, a a mistake, a traffic violation that happens to all of us at one time. Yeah, there's some people that say I've never. I'm 68 years old. I've never had a traffic violation. Okay but most of us have gotten a ticket one time in our lives. And you mean to tell me that if I can't afford the 200 and whatever dollar fine that you're giving me within 30 days, you're gonna threaten to take my my constitutional right to travel, no. So nonviolent crime, someone's on their way to jail. Now, what happens if you can't afford the ticket? What makes you think that you can afford a hundred, two hundred dollar uh, bond? Right. Depending on the state where you're at, because uh, down here in Florida, it's it's way different, you know. And up north, you go, you get arrested for something, you go straight to the to the police department. No, in Florida, you go straight to jail. So they take you for for a nonviolent crime just for not having money to pay your 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 fine. You get caught driving again, you're being thrown in a cell with criminals. Your freedom right. is completely taken away all for driving.
0: Yeah. And I mean, this is what I'm saying like people are not educated enough and they're like, "Oh, well, he broke the law, so he must pay for his." You know, that's not what it is. Okay? It, you can't you can't punish somebody for trying to do their very best to survive life you know just because they don't have money you can't just throw them into jail you know they make a mistake they have a speeding violation they were trying to make it to work you know maybe they were running a little late they had to take their kid to school and
1: maybe they even to go to the bathroom
0: dude you exactly. know what I'm saying? and so you know
1: you gotta go to the bathroom bro you you're like oh my god you you are gonna try to speed a little because what you're gonna have an emergency in
0: your car exactly and you know and then you get the ticket you can't afford the ticket so guess what that flags the government oh this is a person that doesn't cannot afford to pay us to live in society so we're going to get our money some way somehow how we do that we throw them into jail which means more bodies in jails which means that taxpayers are going to give us more money to support these people in jail and that's how we're making our money and and then give them and then they give them uh, or if they if they know that you can afford
1: a little bit of money they throw you uh, they throw you, they hit you with some probation. And now yep. you own, them, and depending on the state, you owe them hundreds to thousands of dollars.
0: Exactly. And it's all a big all money a scam. Yeah, it's a business. Money scam, yep. It's <laughs> money a money scam. scam. It's it's human trafficking. It's And people just are oblivious about this because those that can afford to be left alone are like, well, you know, it's not happening to me. I pay my taxes uh, Gestapo is not going to bother me and they don't care. And that's where, you know, we're losing our rights is because of people not caring and are like, well, I get, you know, big daddy is not punishing me. Big daddy's not going to, you know, take away my toys because, you know, I'm obedient and I listen to daddy and I follow his rules. And so, you know, and I pay him, uh, my dues, so they're not going to bother me. I don't care. We can lose all of our rights as long as Big Daddy still gives me uh, the Bachelorette on, or, you know, whatever that show is called, The Bachelor on NBC. Yep. I'm fine.
1: Yep, yep, yep. You're absolutely right. <laughs> that's that's how it is. People, people are blind. People just don't care until until the, the FEMA camps start opening. Maybe that they, <laughs> maybe <laughs> they're they're gonna open their eyes then and try to at least. Use their First Amendment and you know say something about it, right? But it's, just, it's it's a sad sad times that that we're living for sure.
0: And I really appreciate what you're doing. You know, I see I watch your videos and I look at some of the comments, man. That that people say about you. Even I've been on one of your videos once, and I, I was just like, wow, like come on, people. I don't get what your problem is, right? This guy is doing something that is nonviolent, that is not hurting anybody, and you're flipping out because he's disobeying or he's being disruptive of the of society for, for exercising your rights, and people are just flipping out about it. And I personally, do you ever get anybody that you have audited and come back to you and say... I apologize for how I acted. I kind of overreacted and I didn't. I see what you're trying to do and I I apologize. Have you ever gotten that?
1: Yes. Yes. And I wish I remember the guy's name because he was a police officer from the Capitol Police from Rhode Island. This guy, um, although most of his uh, department is uh, completely corrupt, and and disrespectful to the public, especially to us this guy uh, this guy made the wrong decision to get in my face and try to use intimidation to to get me out of the state house just because I was uh video recording beautiful statehouse the Rhode Island state house I don't know what his problem is, but that that building thousands of people every year film it you know so what's the problem with my camera why are you bothering me? He wanted to kick me out. He was, he was very, he was disorderly pretty much. He was disturbing my peace. And I said, no, no, you're not. I I stood my ground and I said, no, you're not kicking me out of here. And he stood by the door. He kept saying out, out, out. I said, no, you're not kicking me out. And then his superior came and they told him, Hey, he has the right to be here, whatever. He was very angry that day, but Months later, I ran into him and, and dude, this guy said he, he apologized. He said, hey, man, I'm sorry for, for that day. I was just uh, super confused of what was going on. And I'm like, okay, man, no, no hard feelings. And I shook his hand and I respected him for that. And I still respect him for it. I wish I remember his name so I could give him a uh, – so I, um, people can call and, you know, commend him for for – you know, doing the right thing. Because even if, even though he messed up at first, you come back and you say you're sorry. Hey, man, at least with me, we're all good, brother.
0: Right. Also, I mean- also,
1: also uh, no, yes, thank you. Thank you, Will. Yeah. Will uh, Wilt just reminded me also for Bill Rapley. He's the NBC 10 and local news in Rhode Island. This guy and I had. Uh, I'd gotten in some arguments because he he expected everyone to respect his uh, journalist work, but he wouldn't respect mine. And to the point that he got in my face, and this guy said terrible things. You know, he's he he wanted me to kiss him. (laughs) You know, it's crazy. Uh, It's on video. Go to Auditing America. Uh, on YouTube, and you guys will see it. Uh, news re- news journalist goes crazy or something like that. you'll you'll find it. And months later, he did the same thing. I told him, "Hey, man, are we gonna continue to argue, or can can you just apologize to me and admit that you were wrong? And that's it because what you did was disrespectful, and he took a second to think about it, and he said, "You know what, you're right. And he shook my hand and he apologized. And that, that with me, he has now. We would I, that guy. I I I have a lot of respect for now that he did that. He also said he was going to look into into or certain subjects that Will Turbot is covering for his channel, and he he said he'd be looking into trying to publish some stories about that as well. So
0: there's kind of like hope, right? That
1: hope. there's hope because you know what? We're all humans. We're we we're all. Uh, there are bad people in this world, but at the end of the day, we're all human. And if we all, we all don't want bad things to happen to, to each other.
0: Right. And, and that-
1: make the Wrong decision and, and do bad things to each other, but deep inside in, in our hearts, I know no one is bad because we're, um, I don't know what, uh, your uh, religious belief is, but. I believe we all uh are God's creation and that we we're all we're all born good people. We're not born evil people. So deep inside, yes, there's hope we can get our country back and and you know uh nonviolent nonviolently and peacefully telling the government that they work for us, not the other way around.
0: Right. I've seen a lot of your videos in uh, in Rhode Island and with the Capitol Police, and I'm just so shocked, right, of their their behavior. I even sent out an email to the chief of police there, and I was shocked by his response. You had a video where this, this yep. cop was blatantly, just so blatant. Anybody that would watch this video would say, what the hell is this guy's problem, where he was intimidating you he was uh, Maybe. accusing you of doing something that you did not do that was clearly on video and i sent mm-hmm. this and i sent the link to this video you showed everything where you weren't doing anything wrong this cop was pushing you around physically made you <laughs> made pushed you into another person and then tried to accuse you of of assaulting that person
1: Oh, and prior, yeah exactly and prior to that he had already physically removed me in a different day, a different occasion. He had f- physically removed me from the statehouse because he thought I didn't make the line to go inside when there's no way to get in the statehouse unless you go through Capitol Police. He's right. like, You didn't make the line? And he just grabbed me and took me out. Then the next time I see him, this guy does this again. And he's a sergeant too. He's not just a regular cop. Right. This guy's a sergeant. And that's batch number five
0: yep and i I,
1: he's a tyrant man i i feel i i feel like the 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 capitol police uh and the the state capitol grounds in rhode island are not safe with uh this police officer they're
0: not they're not they're not safe unless you obey them basically if unless you you kneel to them and kiss their boot uh they're uh it's not safe and
1: Either, uh, you, you you need to see how quick the demeanor of a police officer changes as soon as you disagree with what he's saying, because usually they're just talking, and you know I'm the guy with the badge, I'm the guy with the gun, I'll take people's freedom if they don't do the right thing, and um, people, most people are like, yes, yes, you're right, you, everything you say, because you're a police officer, you're right. Even though I even though they have absolutely no um, they, they they have pretty much no hours of training in actual laws right they, these people get I, I, I'm not sure the number I want to say the amount of hours that they get, but I I think it's under under 90 hours of of, of studying certain laws, how right. can they have people enforcing the law that don't know the law if anything, to become a police officer,
0: you have to go to law school. Yeah, that's what it should be. Go well, to law
1: school, motherfucker.
0: Well, and I don't even so. I'll I'll agree and disagree with you on that because I think that we shouldn't have in the first place so many laws that it requires you to have a degree, you know, to be able to uh, follow or enforce the law. You know, even for the normal citizen, the normal citizen doesn't like the normal citizen commits at least three felonies a day because they don't know all the laws and in order to know all the laws you have to go to school you have to get become a lawyer and get a law degree in order to not commit any felonies that's nowadays nowadays you can't even uh mon uh cut your
1: grass with the tractor if you if you have a beer if you if you if you had a beer because they will ca- they will catch you with with a with a with a DUI <laughs> yeah there's laws like that you can't ride a horse if you're drunk you can't ride the, uh, cut your grass with the tractor you know there's Florida law like that you you I, I don't know in different states different laws but they'll they'll freaking get you for a DUI for for
0: driving that even a bicycle <laughs> no it's uh, absolutely ridiculous and you know I I get into these I try to just have conversations with people, right? That's the whole point of my podcast. I I try to make this platform where I can just have a civil conversation. And if we disagree, that's fine, but we can talk about it. But I find myself sometimes getting into these arguments with people and it's just, I'm just shocked at how sheepish people are, right? That they, they're just so blinded. I had this discussion, this argument with somebody And they got mad because they tried to say that oh, with this whole COVID nineteen thing, what what uh they were responding to a post that I posted on Facebook, and uh, it was a meme, and there was basically I was kind of showing how government is taking away our rights with this whole COVID nineteen thing, right? And this guy commented and was like, oh, what what rights are they taking away? What rights are they taking away? I I'm I'm still able to go outside and go for a walk and nobody bothers me and i'm like because you're you're paying your taxes you're 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 able to afford <laughs> to not be bothered but there are rights being taken away you can get a $1000 fine in san diego and or go to jail for 6 months and he tried to yeah, say first, that i was the lying first that-
1: the first amendment is gone james yeah. we were working on a story the other day at the kennedy space center and tyrant police officer, uh, was demanding press credentials. We had no clue about our first amendment. All he was saying was, um, you guys are not the press and you're violating an executive order right now by not being home. What you're doing right now is not essential. And yeah. you know what? I, uh, I tried to explain to him, sir, it's, is uh the mainstream media shutting down? No. Independent media is not shutting down either. Yeah. This guy, this guy made me put my hands on top of the burning hood. And he made me drop my phone to the point where my video got shut off, overheated, because my phone was on the hood of, of, of the vehicle. My phone overheated and shot off. And these guys were just intimidating us into going back
0: home bro yeah and that's what i'm saying like you know there are rights being violated for those that can't afford the rights right they yeah mainstream media is able to afford afford it right they can pay their taxes as a matter of fact you know government is paying them to be out but if you're like you said independent media which has the same exact rights as this mainstream media to do the same exact job you're non-essential why because you're you can't afford it That's the rights I'm talking about. They're being taken away and it's cash. It's cash for play. Basically, if you can afford to have rights, then you'll get them. And if you can't, you're going to either pay fines or go to jail. That's sad, bro. Yeah. I want to just really quick again, talk about uh, the Capitol police of Rhode Island and, So I sent an email out to the chief of police. I sent him the link of the video, and I asked him to please review this video of uh, uh, Sergeant Badge Number 5, and please explain to me if this is within uh, procedure and if this, in his opinion, is professional. And I I believe I forwarded you the email, and his response— Yeah. He responded, uh, this officer's, uh, behavior was within, uh, considering the situation was within, um, his right or something like that. Um, and I can, I'll link, I'll link the, uh, email on the description so people can read it. And, uh, the video, it's just, Again, it's that that thin blue line that it seems like nobody is allowed to break. Uh, Nobody's allowed to call out a cop because they'll protect themselves. There are some good cops out there. I'm not going to lie. I have interviewed a couple of them, but they, you know, I think only one of them that I have interviewed is has really uh, done something about it in the past where he has uh, reported other people. For doing the wrong thing in, in his department, and I, I commend him for that. And I hope that he keeps doing that when he's uh able. And but there's very few people, there's just this brotherhood. And I've seen it in your videos where you'll see a, a cop that does know what the right thing is. He he shows it, he expresses it, but then you'll an abusive cop will come out of nowhere, come in, and he doesn't do anything about it, or she doesn't exactly. do anything about it right exactly
1: so it makes them it it, it 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 makes them complicit they're they they are together in it they're right. like oh
0: okay so you're that's what you want to do okay do it i i i support you i'll yeah. back you up even though they know and they express that they know it's the wrong thing and they they you know i just don't get it like you know people will say oh but james oh but enrique there's there's some good there's some good cops out there. Yeah, but they're only as good as the person they allow to be bad, right? Where if they don't do something about the bad cops, then they're just as complicit. They're just as bad as that, as as the bad cop.
1: Because we have police action. officers breaking the law every day. And that's why we always ask them, have you ever arrested a bad cop? How, how many uh how many internals uh internal affairs investigations have you been in will will just remind me about the time where we did um we did a first amendment audit at the what was that in Connecticut right Statehouse no it was in Connecticut we had a police officer well yeah in New York City they told the same thing um We have a police officer that uh, physically assaulted me uh, by snatching my my video camera from my hand and then giving it to me right away. Um, I was trying to press charges on that police officer and his superior said no police officer in his right mind would ever... Arrest another police officer right away. That's why we have internal affairs. I was like, what? That's not how it works. Right. Anyone that breaks the law is subject to arrest. Whether it's a police officer, whether it's the president, it doesn't matter. You break the law, you're subject to arrest. We don't have internal affairs uh, patrolling the streets, making sure these police officers are doing the right thing. They're doing whatever they want, and if there's any complaints, um, they're always found not guilty. Yeah, not guilty of doing anything, even if there's even if there's any video proof. It's just shocking, you know. It's shocking. You know how many letters I've received, like the one they they sent you from the Capitol Police. I've received about probably ten. Yeah. so now I'm like I'm getting to the point that like, okay, is it even worth my time putting these complaints in? These guys are all in it. Yeah. from the police officer to the internal affair guy. they're all they they all have you know, they all go to Duncan together and drink their lattes. <laughs> and they would never go against each other. you know, they work in the same building. they see each other every day. they're friends, they're their family. That's some that's some that's one thing i uh, I always get from that my mom always told me. She always say, "Oh man, those people are all family, yeah, and not like family like related, but they're like like a family, you know, they would never go against each other,
0: yeah, and they nobody can hold them accountable, and that goes into also you know I, there's all these shows where they glorify police officers, right, and they'll blatantly put in the script in these television shows where they'll abuse power or they'll violate a law and they make it, they paint it where they're, Oh, but they're doing it to protect the people. Right. And they'll even show where in cases where like, Oh, internal affairs comes in and they might be the bad guy towards the, the, the cop that broke the law, but he was doing it for the right reasons. He saved a life or whatever. And they make the internal affairs guy look bad and then the internal affairs guy will be like, "Oh, okay, I found the guy innocent because he was trying to protect a life." And it, it's all propaganda to get people to be like, "Oh, okay, well yeah, maybe this cop violated the law, but he was doing it to protect a life." You know, he was he had good intentions, right? And that's what people are indoctrinated to to, to believe, and it's it's ridiculous, you know. It's until it happens to them and then, you know, where their rights are violated and they're just shocked that, yeah. that the cops violated their rights. And it's like, well, we've been telling you this. There's, You know, these people are
1: so crazy, bro. I've been in this situation where they charged me with, I was telling you earlier there, they charged me with disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. I took it to trial. I'm found not guilty of being disorderly. OK, so the original charge, <clears throat> not guilty. I will never resist an arrest, by the way. Why? Because I know police officers. I know what police officers do to people that resist arrest. Yeah, they kill they, them. They beat your ass. Or they can kill you. Yeah, to the point that if you keep resisting, they will, they, they, they will take your life. And I was found not guilty of re- disorderly conduct, but guilty of resisting arrest. Just because they would never submit. OK, I got arrested in a police department parking lot. There's like 25 cameras there, okay? They made sure they seized my phone into evidence, right? But guess what they forgot to... Guess how convenient it was for them not to submit the surveillance camera footage from the police department into evidence. They never did. They deleted it. They destroyed the evidence, which is a crime. Because when they're doing an investigation for an alleged, alleged crime they have to gather all the evidence. Right. And if they didn't get their own evidence that they had and submit it into the, into the file, they committed a crime, all of them. And then my attorney, um, shout out to Shauna Curlin. Um, she's not my attorney anymore, but my attorney back then, she tried her best. And, and the, the prosecutors, and the judges at the uh, at the Providence District Court are such tyrants that they have absolutely no respect for women. If you go to, it's actually public records. People can um, someone published it on YouTube too. My that this trial that I'm talking about, uh, the the audio is is on YouTube, and and the prosecutor himself. Said very very um unnecessary things. He uh during trial during one one of the arguments during trial uh, that he said was, uh, I'm going to quote exactly what he said. He said, "Your honor, if anyone talks to me in the street the way this man talked to these officers, I'll punch him right in the face." And this is on audio. Wow, the guy. The guy that's trying to, the guy that's trying to prosecute me for disorderly conduct is actually being disorderly himself. (laughs) And you know what? We were quiet during that audit. We never disrespected anyone. That's why I came out not guilty of disorderly conduct. So he was just, he he was just a crazy bad person that, 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 yeah, crazy old bad guy that's right. that's what um mr. de simone is that's his name, de simone. I love Italian people, but this guy is a this guy is a a bad Italian guy, you know right Mafia style. you know, i, I, I to the point I was kind of scared of him. I'm like, yo, this guy, say he punch me in the face? what for my first yeah. amendment?
0: yeah, <laughs> and you know, you and know we what? allow and us the people are the ones that are allowing this by not doing anything about it by we're not exercising our rights and we're losing them because of it. And we, we really yep. need to get everybody to, to hold government accountable, to continue to practice our rights and not be so afraid. You know, that's government's greatest tool is creating fear in order for us to give up our rights and people that's fall for the, it. Over that's the best over thing again. they know how to do. What's that? That's the
1: best thing they know how to do. Yeah.
0: Create chaos
1: like what they're doing right now.
0: Yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't one for one second don't believe this virus is a bad virus, right? We, I get it. It's a it's a bad virus. The the symptoms are horrible. They they're deadly for, I, uh, less than ten percent of the population. I get it. You know, it it's scary because you don't know who it can affect and how it can affect them, right? But to, to allow for government to really stir you up to the point of you being so afraid to make decisions that have nothing to do with this virus, that have nothing to do to protect you from this virus, it's just you need to open your eyes, right? And people always yep. get on me about, how, oh, well, James, the government is trying their best. They're trying to, to flatten the line and, you know, we're they're just trying to help us. No, like, you know what will help you? Wash your damn hands every time you go to the uh, – you're finished with the bathroom. Good. Every time you go to the store and you come back, wash your damn hands. Wash your damn face. Practice common sense. Be a yeah. fucking clean person. You don't need government to tell you that. You don't need government to tell you you're not allowed to go outside for – so often or you can't go to the spa to to just be clean like people don't get it and they're just to, so afraid that they they they're blinded um yeah one last one we have to we live we
1: have to live free or die bro that's this this um this is serious we, yeah we have a illness going on but if it means that i'm gonna get coronavirus and i'm gonna die then I die, but I'm going to live free until yeah. I die.
0: Yeah, you we know,
1: telling us what to wear, where to go, what not to do. They're so dumb that they're the only place they're allowing to be open to go uh, to go pretty much shopping for clothes right now is Walmart. And and they're like and, and quoting Gina Raimondo, tyrant Gina Raimondo from. Uh, the governor of Rhode Island, one of the most unpopular governors in the in the nation, she's telling people, "Hey, the only place that you can shop is Walmart." But guess what? Knock it off! Don't don't you all go to Walmart at the same time? Can we control? How, like, do we know everyone in the state? Yeah. To know who, how many people are are at Walmart at one point? No. It- we, we have no clue what's, uh, what people are going to do. So if the only place you're going to leave open is Walmart, and then there's crowds at Walmart, well, guess what, idiot? Open up the other stores. Let people be free. Exactly. Everyone's going to lose their job within a month.
0: Well, and that, and again, it's just, it's common sense. Okay, so you're going to only allow a few stores open. You know, let's say these Walmarts, I, I don't know how many Walmarts I've been to Rhode Island. i went to visit you guys and Rhode Island is not a big state. So I don't imagine there's that many Walmarts, uh, you know, in compared that's to other like states two Walmarts. <laughs> or three. That's it in the whole state. Right. And so you want everybody to go to this Walmart and all congregate there to go do their shopping and in get sick place. in one place. That, that makes Instead total of sense. And let it, yeah.
1: Letting, if anything, letting everything open like that, people don't crowd up together like they're saying, and then they practice social distancing better, right? Yeah. And but, you how do you want them to practice social distancing if the only place that that you're that you're allowed to to do your business right. is Walmart? <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, here in San Diego, we have uh, they also restricted. Um, a lot of places where you can't go and shop anymore. And one of the ones that they left open, you know, is the Costco's. And and don't get me wrong. I love Costco. I'm not promoting them right now or anything. Uh, You know, I don't get any money from them, but I do love Costco. And uh, but it's one of the only stores that they they're allowing open. And they they have them only allowing 60 people at a time inside the 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 store at a time. But what they're doing, though, is having everybody congregate then outside waiting in line. And people are not practicing social distancing. So they're going to get sick anyways because they still have to get in the store. It, it makes no sense. This
1: whole, yes, we're going to, you're gonna, we're not going to let you shop all together at once. But we'll let you crowd up in front of our store waiting to let you
0: in. <laughs> you know? And, oh, and, my God. So... And that's what people don't get. Like, people just need to, and I'm not trying to be mean or insulting to to people. I'm just saying, please use your damn noggin. Use your head. Think. Question. It doesn't, it's not going, you know, it could hurt you maybe if you, again, you know, if you're living in a low-income area, you know, you might get visited by cops uh, for questioning things. But you have to do it because if not, then you're just going to lose all of your rights you have to question and if you can't afford to live in a good area you have a moral responsibility to give a damn and to question it's your duty, it's your duty as a citizen yeah to, to to exercise your rights and hold government accountable exactly so I just have one last question I want to ask. You lived several years in um, Rhode Island and uh, Providence. And there's this, um, you know, we talk about authority. We talk about propaganda where, you know, television kind of glorifies the the justice system and the uh, the police force. And there's one show that I do kind of enjoy watching that's right out of there at Providence. It's called Caught in Providence with uh, – with Judge Frank Caprio, uh, have you ever had any interaction with that judge? And what what do you think of the show? Do you think this is just more propaganda, or do you think this guy legitimately does give a damn and is trying to, in a nonviolent way, do um do good?
1: Well, I'm I'm so glad that you mentioned that uh, Judge Caprio because. Uh, he's not on my, on my, uh, uh, he's not on my favorite people list. If I, if, if you want to know what I mean, uh, yeah. why I don't like judge Caprio is because he, he's, first of all, he's a judge. He's supposed to be pro- professional. He's not professional. He seems like he's like too nice sometimes, but I don't know. There's something uh, that I don't like about him. And I can tell you that I personally did some um, research on the Cotton Providence uh, YouTube channel, which they have a large audience, you know? They, they do. They have a very large audience. And this guy, for some reason, manages to always bring up. Uh, the little kid that's with the person that went to court or the the children or somebody's kid that was there, he managed to bring the kids up to the podium with him and kind of like, you know, put his hand on the shoulder or he's always, he ha- he always happens to be too extra friendly with children. And I and don't get me wrong, I love children, and I and my grandfather, rest in peace. They always uh, love kids. My whole family loves kids, but we don't put our hands on anyone's kids. <laughs> you know, you right. know. And this guy brings them up, and and I have more than fifteen screenshots in my phone. I'm gonna go. I'm 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 actually going to forward those to you. Uh, so that you can look at them sometime of Judge Caprio with different kids in different different shows, always bring the kid up close to him. i I am a father of four daughters. If I'm going to court and my kid is with me, um which that's never happened. I, I, I don't if I go to court, i don't I don't bring my kids to court. Uh, right. because that's not the place I want them to to be at. But you better believe I'm not letting the judge tell my kid come over here, sit right here with me. What should we do to your daddy now? That's <laughs> not going to happen. Want to send me to jail? Send me to jail. You want to give me a fine? Whatever you want, but you're not calling my kid up there.
0: And he calls everybody's kids up there. And it, that's well, what. It, and really it, think so about word. this. Right. Think about this, right? What What if you did that? What if you were out doing auditing America? And you saw a kid and you brought him in and you start talking to the kid and th- saying, you know, what do you think about the First Amendment? How much shit you would get?
1: My God. Oh, my God, bro. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> and 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 to be honest with you, we need people to to go out there and and, and not. Approach kids, but we need people to to find way to teach children better about the Constitution. We can't just rely on on public education because uh, apparently it's not working. People are growing I, to be
0: bootlickers. Exactly. Hey, Enrique, so we need to
1: find a way to educate our children better. But that's on on everyone's
0: uh, everyone that is a parent. It's their job to yeah to do that. Exactly. Hey uh Enrique, thank you so much for being on my podcast. It's a great honor. I'm a big fan of Auditing America. I've watched it forever. Uh, and it's just been such a great privilege to have been able to uh, to meet you. I got to meet you in person and you're you're just an amazing guy to hang out with and uh, very knowledgeable about the constitution, about law, and I think we you what you're doing in practicing your rights so you won't lose it is something that we should all be doing and i greatly appreciate it why don't you give us a plug-in and let us know you know let my listeners know how they can find you uh where they can find you and how they can reach out to help you out
1: thank you thank you so much james thank you for having me uh everyone that wants to find me they can find me on youtube forward slash auditing america um you can find me on facebook auditing america join my group um You can also find me on Instagram as Auditing America and on Twitter as uh, America Audits, if I'm not mistaken. Those are all my social media. Um, I encourage everyone to go go to Auditing America on YouTube and subscribe to our channel and share our videos and let's
0: uh, spread the word that, you know, the government works for us. We don't work for them. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you so much, Enrique. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing, man. Thank you, James. I appreciate you, bro.